Hello and welcome to the Hope and Anchor Community Church podcast. Each week we'll bring you the latest preachings from our Sunday services. We hope that as you listen, you encounter God and you're encouraged to go deeper in your relationship with Him. Enjoy the message. The Bible in Matthew 15 verse 21 says, Leaving that place, Jesus withdrew to the region of Tyre and Sidon. A Canaanite woman from that vicinity came to him crying out loud Lord son of David have mercy on me my daughter is demon-possessed and suffering terribly Jesus did not answer a word so his disciples came to him and urged him send her away for she keeps on crying out after us But he answered them, oof, I was sent only to the lost sheep of Israel. It's going to get serious, eh? He answered, I was sent only to the lost sheep of Israel. And then the woman came and knelt before him. Lord, help me, she said. And he replied then, it is not right to take the children's bread and toss it to the dogs. And she replied, I love you, love. Yes, it is, Lord. (laughs) She said, even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from their master's table. Then Jesus said to her, woman, you have great faith. Your request is granted. And her daughter was healed at that moment. Father, thank you for your word. Open our hearts, Lord. Do what only you can do. In Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. Let's enjoy this. This is a buffet today. Are you ready? You came hungry? You came hungry? If you're hungry, there's some bread, eh? (laughs) We are all hungry for God. God, thank you for your presence. Today we're coming out of the bat under the subject, after the silence of God. After the silence. Okay? Who likes silence? You like silence? Introverts are like, yay. (laughs) I'm an extrovert, so I'm noise by default. You know what I mean? (laughs) In a place, it's very difficult for me to be silent. I mean, even if I don't like you, I'm going to say something. You know what I mean? If I like you, ooh, bless us. Because it's part of it. There's times and places to be silent. And there's time and places when God is silent. In the world of today, we want everything to be done and said and spoken for us. We have mistaken noise for word. We think that right now we have a lot of word. But I would fair. I would say we have a lot of noise. Sometimes it is better to have, you know, little Little word, but no noise. Little word, because with one word, God created. With one word, we are transformed. With one day that he says, I love you. That day could have been really bad. I mean, I prove it to you. When you have kids, you could have the worst day. Even they, they were actually implied on that day being really bad, you know what I mean? Because <laughs> kids have a way. 
But when they come to you and they say, I love you, it changes everything. I remember when Mimi was way, way smaller in Gimel, um, younger, and um, I, was, I was talking with a person. I had a meeting, and this person started yamming at me, like started going at me like there was no tomorrow. And the enemy knows where are your weak points. Well, how many know that the enemy knows where you're a little bit skinnier, you know, in your faith and in your character? So he will always aim for that. And I remember, you know, I was, I was, was trying to bring him up, you know, in, in the holiness of God, essentially, um, beside me and my wife, because you think I'm bad, you shouldn't be my wife. No, I'm joking. She's the best one. Uh, she's the weak one. And, um, and I remember that person just really insulted me, but there was a moment that it was very clear for me that the insults were not coming from a human. They were coming from something a lot more. It was coming from Satan, really. And he started insulting me as a father. And I'm not saying there was no pyrotechnics, you know, there, the boys, they were, it was not, nothing like that. No Hollywood, mate. Although it happens sometimes. But I remember the thoughts, the words were so sharp that I came home and it was time to put my kids to bed. And I, I love that privilege. I love to, since they were young, you know, to pray with them. And, um, or to take them to school. I, I just love those nuggets of the day. And I remember I was, I sat down and I didn't tell them what had just happened. And I sat down in, in this little chair, Ottoman thing. I was in the room and I said, okay, let's pray. Let's do this. And um, they closed their eyes, you know, with their blankets on top of themselves. And, um, and I said, God. And my son came out of his bed. Just pulled the blanket away. And he came and he put his little hand on my shoulder. And he said, Dad, I want you to know that you are the best dad. Ah, come on. I started crying. My son thought he had done something wrong. <laughs> I said, No, no, you did something so right. <laughs> but you don't know what you did. You just reacted to something. And, of course, that battle ended right then and there. It's the battle on the mind. And sometimes the enemy will target you in the things that you love the most. Because those are the things that he understands you will give more gratefulness. You will have more to say thank you to God. And he wants to extract that from the way that we walk with God. If you're not a thankful Christian, I would ask you, if you really have the Holy Spirit. Because as you walk with God and you get acquainted with you, not, like, you don't deserve anything. You know what? And I know that we get told that we, we have even rights nowadays. The human rights are a hot topic always. But we don't deserve even to be alive. I don't know you, but I've committed so many mistakes that I shouldn't be here. I've been in accidents. The doctor wanted to abort me when I was in my mom's womb. I've been all around. I've been raped when I was a kid, abused by my father, physically. Like, it's a lot. Oh, got tense, eh? We can be real now. It's church. Because I know in this room, all of that is sitting down. And when we take the covers out, we want to be who we really are in front of God. And the world is needing a church that is real, that understands where you come from. 
That's how it goes. And in this story, we have a mom. Is a mom without a covenant. I don't know if you picked up that Jesus called her a dog. That today would not fly very well. But back in the day, people were less judgmental and understood context. We're so, you know, out of the context that we don't understand that dog didn't mean the four-legged thing. It actually meant you didn't have a covenant. You came from a people group that didn't have a covenant. So Jesus is in this place, and he, ha he has withdrawn himself to a land without covenant. And he must have been busy meeting with people that did have a covenant. Because people can live anywhere. Have you seen that? Maybe they have been through the famine and they have moved from location. And Jesus still, when you move away from the place that you should be, he still will reach you. So he moves into the equation and this woman that understands who he is because the first thing that she said, Lord, she submitted to him. She said, I don't have a covenant, but I know who you are. And then she explained who she is. Even a dog. That in that moment, what it meant, even someone without covenant can eat. So the first thing I want to ask us today, and this is, I believe, from the Holy Spirit. Where are the crumbs? Are we leaving crumbs around? Because God didn't come, and so God so loved the world, or he said the church. No, he said the world, no? Did we get it right? So there's plenty of crumbs around. God makes silence. And he did, up to this point, there was no recollection of God talking in any way possible. No recollection. All the way to Matthew. 400 years of silence. Not a word. We like to think that when we listen to a podcast, God is talking to us. But no. That's called entertainment. It can, it can, you know, it can enhance your experience. You can get principles and values. But transformation comes when we sit with God by ourselves. That's transformation. When we sit with Jesus. And this lady knew that he was the Lord. And transformation, healing could happen. There was a reputation. She came from a culture that believed in so many gods. Like you and me. We believe that so many things can help us. And we will touch base with so many things before we go to God. No, I can do this if I budget. If I do this and that and the other. And sometimes we got to hit the wall and say, hey, faith has to be more than this. If God gives us faith, not human faith, goodwill, oh, if I think it hard enough, it will happen. That's called humanism. It's a deceit in the flesh. But when God gives us something, it changes our heart. And that lady was looking for something that could change, not religion. She had plenty of gods, plenty of things that could distract her, but her reality was not changing with all of those things. I wonder if our realities, or let's say, the people that don't have a covenant with God, their realities are changing today or not. The world is on fire. Welcome to church. Very uplifting. <laughs> like never before, we see that everywhere, there's not one country that you can say, oof, 
You go to Alaska, it's melting, bro. It is what it is. So now we are being prepared through a silence. Back in the day, people would say, no, revival is coming. Now, we don't need revival. We need a new light, enlightenment. Revival is already happening. We don't experience it because we don't come begging. We need a new light. The church has been called to be a light in the mountain, a stand that holds the fire, that holds the truth so high that cannot be hidden, a place where people can come broken with their need. Where are the days that we would say to God, Oi, you know my cousin, possessed, but you can do something. See, we, we laugh, but where is the boldness that comes from the Spirit of God that we have been called and given? Not a surprise because we didn't do any. We submitted, but we have become heirs to it. Where is the boldness? The boldness that the disciples that were walking with Jesus, you and me, didn't have. Shush her away. People are looking, mate. This is not good for the Instagram. Are we like the disciples? Or are we hungry? Because this lady is stepping in Jesus. I mean, she's saying to God. Mm -mm. Even the dogs. She's sassy. She's strong. She's a mom. Could have been a dad as well. You don't want to get a mom angry about their kids. Ooh, no, no. Men, yeah, we'll squeeze you. Women, man. Ooh. They need salvation after that as well. You know? <laughs> they will go at you. Don't touch their kid, bro. You know, it is what it is. You know, men will um, we'll rationalize it. But there's an instinct in a mother given by God that cannot be mimicked. That's why the world is going nuts right now, trying to mimic things. Men trying to be mothers. What in the world? Just chill. Be you. Don't overthink who you are. If you were not there the first day of creation, you cannot say who's who. So chill out. You're not God. You're not God. Just make peace with that. But this lady is feisty. She came from afar. She heard that Jesus, the Lord, is there. And I know this is a little bit of a covenant moment because she's saying, Oi, I know I don't have a covenant, but I know his character. I've heard of what he does. I've heard of who he is. He's the Lord. These people have a promise. I don't have a promise. But if I go to him, his character has already become famous. The people don't come to church because of us. It's not because of God. People are wondering where God is. And sometimes we're too busy putting away bread instead of giving crumbs at least. Uplifting Sunday. Thank you, Pastor. Don't worry about it. I'll get it better in a minute. But I think we have to poke little corners in our faith. If we're going to be real and we're going to experience transformation, if we're going to be up for the task that is coming, if we're just going to be, you know, people that are going to be there for the people, 
If this is going to become a place that people can come and not fake it, but make it, if we're going to be a healing balm into our streets, into our cities, if we're going to be that place where people can be them, don't you enjoy when you can be you with a friend? Don't you enjoy that? You know, every now and then you go to work because pre-COVID, you know, we always go to work. Now you decide if you're going to work from home. <laughs> but, but you enjoy being you. You hate. No one is drawn, I wish today I can fake it as much as I need. No one wakes up with that thought, you know what I mean? Oh, another day of so good. I can play tough today. Ooh, great. No, we want to be with people that get us. What the heck that has to do with this in Matthew, Chris? Thank you for asking. Angry mom at the situation, not at Jesus. Recognizing mom. Yeah, I don't have a covenant, but you're near. And your character, poof, those things. I've seen you. Disciples. Ooh, it doesn't look good. This is context. But Jesus didn't say a word. What happens after the silence? I don't know you, but all of us have prayed something in our life that didn't happen. Yes or no? Who has prayed and every time you prayed something happened? Can you lift your hand? Everything after you prayed, every, something happened? Every time? She's very holy. She's the pastor's wife, you know. You never know. No, no, no. La pregunta, la pregunta es, si cada vez coraste, pasó. Anyone? Perfect. Walking on waters. Who has had an experience that you prayed and nothing happened? At least that you saw. Put it up. Lift it up better. <laughs> You see, because we hide those moments because we think we are in charge of God's PR. We're in charge of making God look good. No, that's God's job. The job of God is to be God, and that makes us look good. You know why it makes us look good? Because when we couldn't, he could. And we, we took it backwards because we are doing God favors now because we're that good. Send her away, looks bad. They're trying to represent Jesus, and Jesus is representing them in front of the Father. But sometimes we make it, you know, and we take it backwards. What if we stop trying to represent God and allow God to represent us? What if we come from a place of and sincerity in our walk that allows us to be as broken as we are, but heirs to the bread that is served. What if? What if we actually take the weight of looking good for the people to know that being broken is where you are near to God, and there's hope, and there's healing, and there's bread in our table. She was not even asking for the bread. She understood the analogy. She understood that she was walking with the bread of life. She understood that there was a fame. There was a reputation with the people of Israel. These are the dudes that walked on the desert and bread rained down on them. And the bread of life was walking 
that day and she met the bread I am the bread of life he said and she said hey you can take everything you give to them oof that's good for them but I a dog someone without covenant I only need the crumbs the crumbs made of everything that the bread is made so I'm gonna get all the nutrients and you know what sometimes we waste the Jesus that we serve while people with some crumbs of our faith will walk further and stronger and this is a wake-up call God is about to start talking we are living in a season that every time this happened in a little corner of the world something started happening people started knowing God miracles what we would say revival happened it never happened like this today like what we have in our hands today the world is on fire and that means God is in the fire with us so but what happens sometimes we want to stop at the things that are inconvenient sometimes we think that our faith it's ours but we don't understand that if we have faith it comes from God and without the faith that God gives we cannot please him but we want to be pleased ourselves we have been brought out of the concept of sacrifice that other religions have it so clear and God paid a price for us not to have to suffer in so many ways because the biggest suffering is not what happens to our body is what happens to our soul but we have become so in love with every other king in the land that we want to be kings oh sorry that's probably Saul and David isn't it they have kings we want to have kings and this is so dangerous because he takes our fire out and then we are not the light and then we don't know what to do with the bread while others with little make everything happen with the crumbs I rather have a pocket full of crumbs than store away bread that gets moldy and old and that's what we are given on Sundays we come to hear something that uplifts us but what are we doing on the Monday or the Tuesday or Thursday or Friday what are we doing with the leftovers are we those the argimel the generous God that runs to be generous richness to the poor spirit that's why the son is named like that because God has become that rich man that was very generous with my poor spirit that's why we named Gimel that way because he's a character of God we were in Argentina Argentina old school they had a book and if you couldn't find the name on the book you could not name your kid that okay there's some people that have weird names you know it's okay so they were trying to save most but they couldn't save all <laughs> so we went to actually after he was born we wanted to note him down and when we went they said no you have to go to the embassy of the country that speaks that language because we said you know it's, it's Hebrew and we went to the embassy and we said well we named our son in Hebrew and we wanted to have a letter because we have to take it back to the department of you know noting your kid down blah blah and they said 
Yeah, that's amazing. What a privilege. What's the name? We said Gimel. And they looked at us and started cussing us in Hebrew, apparently. We didn't understand. After that, they started. And probably, they were not looking at us happy, you know what I mean? So I probably was not happy. Happy days right there. But they say, by no circumstances, when they got out of their tantrum, and their rights to think that they own God, they're owned by God, you know. They say, by no circumstances, you can name your son like that. And I said, watch me, I'm Puerto Rican. You know, it's like, <laughs> God is still working on me. Don't worry about it. I'm not completely saved. I'm just getting there. Just like you. And we went back. And we said, how do we name Gimel Gimel? And we, let, we read the letter again. It said, okay, either the country that speaks that language or our institution, our religious institution. And I said, that's easy. I got a lot of friends. <laughs> So we wrote a letter, Gimel is Gimel, and that's it. Glory to God. Amen. But what it is, is that it's a declaration. This woman is talking about the character of God. Every letter in the Hebrew alphabet is part of the character of God. But we have A or B or C, and it means nothing for us. We have diluted so many things. We have lost the privilege of knowing the depth of God. And this lady, without covenant, was looking for what is deeper. And she was ready to be rejected. Some of us, if we are told we're wrong and we have to change, we get out. If we cannot take the tube, we will never think of walking. Strike, not going. This lady walked back in the day, there was no tube. Definitely not train. No cars. No individualism. She walked for her daughter. Her need was stronger than the distance. And sometimes we are not willing to pay the price to get nearer to that Jesus, to that Lord, that someone else might have a covenant, but I know his character. And as a church, the world doesn't need religion. They need people that know the character of God, that is ready to our streets knowing, hey, I might be having a Sunday, but his character lives in me. His covenant is over my life. And your need is nothing compared to the goodness of my God. We are ready. The Lord is starting to talk. The world is trying to listen. We got plenty of bread. Are we going to serve at least the crumbs? So I don't want to say, you know, just give your bread away. Don't be so generous. Don't worry about it. You don't have to become a missionary. Mm. Preaching in the supermarket, that's too much. Because you have needs. You know, when you have a bad day, it's okay. On your corner with your little loaf of bread. But don't worry about it. Where are the crumbs? When Jesus heard this lady say, oh, but even the dogs. I have a dog. I don't know you. I'm a believer, a new believer in dogs. We have a girl, it's called Lola, and that girl is on fire. Lola knows she's loved, and she knows she's madly loved. She knows she's so loved that she would she love, 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 love you, on, you know, a plate. And that's when she knows she's the favorite one. If you come to our place, Lola knows you love her. Why? Because you love the people that feed me, so you should, you're supposed to love me. 
she knows that no one that comes to our house is going to kick her. And if you do, I'll kick you. No, no, check. <laughs> She's cool. And Lola, every time you have something to eat, Lola knows that there's something coming. She has expectation. She has faith. <laughs> you, can, you can tell that to your mom. The pastor said the dog don't have faith. But she has expectations. And sometimes we don't receive because we don't have expectations. We pray, but we don't expect. So there's no faith on that. That's called religion. When you pray, ask, believing, and you will receive. Don't ask if you're not believing. Dead words. If it doesn't smell to God, it won't pull God. But this lady knew the rules of the game. Probably better than you and me, eh? Just saying, foot for thought. Maybe there's people out there that are more willing to sacrifice for what we have at hello because they have been living out of crumbs and making it in the daily. Maybe we have too much spiritually fat and heavy. Maybe God has allowed this that we're living today for us to really understand what is really valuable. People started talking to their neighbors again. They started thinking about their health when they were running at a speed that didn't allow them to enjoy the sun in front of their face. They were in the rat race of money and media. And now we have the option to be that church that is running out through our doors, ramming, owning the gates. Like someone else said, someone, a couple of weeks ago. And bringing that loaf. But that's just hypothetical. You know, it's, it never happens here. It happens, but not here. We are not a church that is moved by convenience. I know. We are tempted by convenience every day. Oh, but that's not convenient. Oh, but if I say that, oh, I'll have to say. If they ask me, I'll have to answer. How are you doing? And we give the convenient answer. Great. How is your faith? Growing. How do you measure it? By the levels of sacrifice and nearness to the broken? Because that's how it was measured back, day, back in the day. How close we are to the brokenhearted. Because that's growth. The rest polish looks good but doesn't even meet the crumbs dilemma can people eat from your feeds can they, can they have, have thoughts you know what something better can they have questions for God because nowadays we want everything solved but I love when we can come to the Father and ask a question Woo! Because that means relationship. That means nearness. That's conversation. Dot, dot, dot. It's going in that direction, but you do you. Ask God. We are the church that is able to bring the questions to our streets. We're part of the bride worldwide. God is starting to speak very differently. The power of God is getting ready to be poured into this season. But do we have the knowledge of his character? And does it seem, does it go through us 
in our rainy days. Because good days everyone has. London, oh, beautiful place to be when it's sunny. Everyone changes. Have you noticed? It's gray. Everyone is a Londoner. It gets the sun out. Boom. Everyone is super happy. <laughs> People change. Good morning. Good evening. No, first. You first. Don't worry about it. <laughs> they let you cross even. Dang, 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 dang. You know, that's the, run, that's the normal day. But have you seen? We are in this world, but not of the world. We have covenant. We have bread. We have power. We have healing in our bones. But the results in the doctor didn't say that, Chris. Hey, but your soul is getting healed as well. If you look at the body, the body will pass away. But the spirit is vivified daily. You have healing in you. You walk into the room and your laughter changes the atmosphere. Your hope is not normal hope. It's something that comes with impregnation of the spirit of God. It saturates the atmosphere. It's fertile. And it fertilizes every womb, spiritual womb in the place. You're a sower of seeds of glory. He hid in you the glory of the Father, the mysteries of heaven, the relationship that carries the world in one hand. That's you. That's us. And the world will do so much better with the crumbs of knowing this. But we worry about the little things. We worry about this nagging lady. God, just send her away. It's so crazy how the ones that were so near to the important guy, because she was not nagging to them. She was nagging to Jesus, and they answered. That may be us. Did you pay attention to that? They were, she was talking to Jesus. Lord! And they said, hey, it's not convenient, mate, isn't it? Can you just shush her away? Can you send her away? How, how you know, power, power is a very deceitful thing sometimes when you don't have the character. Why? Because you might think you have the power. But maybe you are with a person that is powerful. Our power doesn't come from us. It comes from representing him in the daily, in the walk. We don't have to make any favors to his self-esteem. We don't have to make him look good. We have to represent his character through the power. Not words. Are you with me? We're finishing. Don't worry about it. Get you out before dinner. <laughs> it's time for bread, guys. God is talking. Bless you, Paul. And after the silence of God, we're getting ready for this bread. Do we have the character to sustain us thinking that is his glory and it is not our glory? Understanding that is his power and nothing that we did special. Because in this atmosphere of humility, God will continue moving. We just don't want to try it. I remember 18 years ago, I had a piece of bread. Mm, no. We have been called to be in the house. To be bread for others. It's not a one-hit wonder once a week. It's who we are. We have been paid. Why? By blood. But why? 
because he so loved the world. And that's what lives in us. That's what he's wanting us to live. That's when you get good at what you do. When you do something for someone else. Have you seen that? When you're not trying to think of yourself and you're thinking of others, it just flows. Have you seen that? When you're helping that friend that you know is just the one that actually gossiped about you, wow, you feel different. When you give something that you know the other person is needing but doesn't have even the ability or the nearness to say, but you paid attention because you're looking at people through the eyes, not through the eyes of what they give me or what I can get from this relationship. What can I get from church? What can I get from God? You see what I mean? But we are happy. We are happy. The world is hungry. And the bread is served. And God is waiting for us to understand that after silence, God speaks loud. I know the GPS is kind of annoying because you're always trying to beat it. Is that only me or you, you're, you're like that? The GPS says 54 minutes, not 52. In my head, I'm so rebellious, mate. You know, I need help. I need prayer. I'm always trying to beat the lady that is talking to me. Like, no, 52 minutes. You'll be there. No, 50. And I, I'm constantly looking at the GPS to tell it right or wrong, you know. But she's giving me directions. She only gives me directions when I need them. Sometimes I forget that I have the GPS on. Sometimes I forget that God has ordered my steps. And sometimes I'm asking in the daily for crumbs when the cover is full of bread. I just don't know how to have a relationship with God. And instead of asking God, teach me how to walk with you, I'm asking for things that are, you know, flamboyant. Oh, let it rain inside of the room. Oh, just I need that car. Oh, we have become that people that are praying for a car. Drug dealers and prostitutes have cars and they didn't pray for them. We have settled for a very low level of power when God designed us to have relationship that is more than abundant. I'm just trying to poke your spiritual ribs for a minute. Sorry about all that. I'm not apologizing really. But I believe we were made for fire that burns strong, that is seen on the streets, that we have more bread than we know, that God is serving for and through us a bread of healing and restoration for the nations, that when we walk in a place, is his smell that comes into that room. People might not know that, but when you walk into a house and something good is cooking, mate, you know there's something going on. No way of hiding it. That's what happens with you if you can believe it. If you have the kind of faith that says, Lord, but even the dogs can have the crumbs. Your guys can keep the rest of bread out. I'll have the crumbs. It was made with the same material. It has the same nutrients. And I know it transforms my daughter. And I don't, I don't move from this place until you bless me. And Jesus looked with so much love. And he said, you know what? After my silence, after my silence, you still had faith. 
you crossed the gap of inconvenience, the gap of being from the people that I came to because you knew my character. Today, as the worship team comes, God is starting to mutter slowly, slowly. The world is starting to hear. There's something in our faith that is changing. God is about to serve good fruit, good bread. People are desperate for crumbs, but you are able to provide so much more that you're able to see now maybe. What is it that you have? What is it that is at your table? Eating alone is sad. It might be restful for the, <laughs> for the ones that are more introspective. But one thing I said to God once, you know what? I'm going to Europe. And where I come from, we have friends. And I don't know how they are there. I don't ask you to have a lot. But I ask you one thing. I ask for friends. People I can walk with. People that know your character. People that if I'm walking dodgy, they will pull me back and say, Oi, what the heck? You know better. And the world is needing the church that knows and that lives in a relationship. Not our cute faces, our way of looking good and perfect. They are needing to smell that in the house of brokenness, there's bread. They need to understand that when they come, they're not tolerated, they're loved. Tolerance will allow do anything. But love will mark limits and enhance what you have great. They will call you out. Have you tried this? Have you tried the other? I believe this word comes to release. The ability for us to walk differently, more simple. God sticks to simple. He cannot contain himself from people that believe with simplicity great faith you have woman and at that hour her daughter was healed at that hour your neighbor is going to receive the provision of bread i love when he changed from healing to bread give us today our daily bread teach us how to pray how do we pray for our streets how much you are in your face for your neighbor for the broken or the ones that don't know their brokenness how much is it that really God is not your butler but your Lord because he came to serve us all and our presence has to smell to that servant give us today our daily bread our daily healing our daily restoration give us today our daily miracle the things that man even fathom give us today what only you can do and I have no other option but to be grateful and to share it 
Father, stand with me. Thank you for your word, Lord. Thank you for your presence, Lord. We don't want to waste the crumbs. Definitely don't want to keep the bread loaf for ourselves. But Father, we're broken. We have lived through things. We have lived through situations that have muddled, that have turned us in different areas of our life into things or people that don't know how to reflect your love. And we are in this journey of getting to who you are. But we are walking with you. Father, we know that after you have made silence, you provide. After you have made silence in history, you always have come through for nations, for people groups, for families, for us. Father, we know that you're not like the GPS. You're even better. Father, when you talk, things happen. When you don't talk, it's because we don't need it. But in this season, we want to open our eyes in the spirit. We want to be entangled in your truth so strongly, so tied up to your cross, that, Father, when we walk into a room, they smell you. You are the bread of life. Father, will you give us today our daily healing in such a way that we will not be able to shut up? Will you give us today our daily reconciliation with you, with the truth, in such a way that, Father, truth will flow from us in season and out of season, in time and out of time. Would you be for your people? Father, send us. Send us. Don't send them away. Father, bring them home. Bring them near to you, to your justice, to your truth. So, Father, would you give us a new perspective? We pray, knowing that you're able, trusting that you do, and knowing that you love to. Today we stand in your presence, saying, Lord, give us today our daily bread so the world will know and we'll be able to stand for the ones that don't know you so they'll be able to come and get near and get to know you because you're good like that Father, it's not about us thank you for getting to know that fact now, use us mightily enlarge the tent of our hearts so we can love more and many enlarge the way that we see the gifts that you have given us the bread that we have in our table enlarge the way we think of your wonders Lord enlarge our faith enlarge father make our hands heavy in the shoulders of the ones that don't have strength let us pull them up give us a thirst to see the lost father reconcile with you father because even if they don't have a covenant father you love them so much because you love the world. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Thanks for joining us today. If you have any questions or would like to share how God is speaking to you through this message, let us know on any of our social media platforms. 
make sure to visit our website, hopeandanger.org, for more information on who we are as a church and to find out how you can be part of the Hope and Anchor family. Thanks again for listening and we'll see you next time.